This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, welcome. Hour three is upon us. And I appreciate you joining us. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Nathan Heck joining us again. Nathan, welcome back. How are you? Good. Uh, thanks for having me again. Uh, it's always a joy. I appreciate it very much. I had a great time the last time you were on. And for all those of you listening, uh, Nathan is with Cario. He is the founder and CEO, and that is a blockchain-based physical title um, apparatus, I should say, because it involves all sorts of things. Nathan, we talked about that last time. Although today, I really wanted to get into your thoughts on the whole you know, UAW strike. We've got two wars now going on as well. I mean, I've got my own predictions and thoughts on this, and it's not good. What are yours? Oh, wow. Uh, two very big subjects. Um, interesting. Both of them... Uh I have strong opinions on both of them, and I'm actually uh, uh, directly related to both of them. So let's start with UAW. Okay. Um, UAW strike, uh, you know, it's evolving into something nasty. Yes, it is. Uh, Which, by, and I, you didn't hear me say this, Nathan, because we didn't really talk about that last time you were on, but I've been predicting from the beginning we have a devout communist that's running the UAW. He does not care how this ends. He's going to run this thing out all the way to the end. And I said this was going to be a long, drawn-out, dirty battle from day one. And I've so far proven to be right. I, I will tell you, in the uh, seven-plus years that I've been in automotive, automotive software, automotive technologies, working with OEMs, large dealer groups, uh, consumers, etc., um, this one um, w- it was somewhat expected. In other words, with this new UAW president yep. and his positioning, yep. um, it was pretty obvious to everyone that he was going to hold a very stiff line. Yep. And uh, you know his bargaining was going to be really tough. So we, from our perspective, we thought that this was going to last for a while. Yep. And it sure thinks that yep. that's going to be the, we should, you know it sure seems yep. that that's going no, to. I think you know you and I are exa- lock, stock, and barrel on that one. I thought exactly the same way, and, and not just because of where things were at in the automotive world, but because who's in charge of the UAW, and we already know. And for those of you listening, UAW uh, they have already rejected some twenty percent increases in pay. They want forty percent plus a lot of other things. And right now, Nathan it looks to me like they're at a stalemate. Yeah, and you know, the way it will ultimately affect consumers, especially when you talk about the three U.S. manufacturers, are known as OEMs, GM, right. Ford, Stellantis, is if eventually, and eventually is probably sooner than later, inventories are going to start to tighten up again. That's correct. Pricing is going to start to go up, as if it wasn't bad enough, and when you yep. compound that 
with the steep interest rate increases that we've seen and overall sort of economic stagnation, uh, people won't be able to afford new vehicles again. That's right. That's right. If this continues, yes, you're right. Let alone the supply is going to be limited, and then when you talk about used, that eventually trickles yep. into the used car market as well. Sure does. Because then they think, well, if I can't afford a new car, I'll go get a used car. Then used car demand goes up. Used car inventories. Well, uh, and, and you, you and I both know this as well, which means to remind everybody, as new car sales drop, and I realize there's other car companies that will sell cars, but when you take these three out of it, especially the truck world, which they really control all of other than you know, some of the half-ton, uh, you know, mid-sized type trucks even, Nathan, but other than that, you know, let's face it, the big three control all of that. When you take away supply on the new side, because you're not trading vehicles in, you're limiting the used supply as well. That's exactly correct. Uh, and I'll tell you something really interesting that's going on on the East Coast right now. So the East Coast, where I'm based, um, you know, a very high percentage of consumers lease their vehicles. Okay. And typically, the leased vehicle market would replenish the used car True. market, right? You'd lease True. the car two, three, four years. Today, what's happening, already prior to the UAW strike, you people, because of affordability and inventory issues coming out of COVID in the last few years, people have already chosen at a much higher rate to simply buy out their leases and, yep. and continue to drive those leased vehicles. That's right. So you're also not replenishing That's right. Good point. With those Great vehicles. point. Great point. Which, well, which again, takes, t- takes inventory out, by the way. Again, which, yeah. to your supply and demand, less supply of even used cars means the prices are going to go up. Yeah. So I've been, be I've been telling everybody this now for a while, Nathan. I've got you know a lot of auto shops that I consult with as well and telling them the exact same thing. I mean, it's a great time to be in the auto repair business because you're going to have to fix what you're driving. You don't have any choice. Indeed. Indeed. I would, I would agree with that. Um, this, the, the, the other thing I just wanted to mention on UAW for a quick second, look, the fact of the matter is that uh, you know, inflation is real yep. and we, you know, prices have gone up for everything. It probably is warranted for union workers to get a pay increase, maybe even a significant pay increase. But the way that this is rolling out and the extent that they are pushing for right now, I think is somewhat egregious. Agree. And there should there should have been a medium already where both the unions, the union and the OEMs should have been able to meet that satisfied both satisfies both sides. You can't now disagree with that. A- and, and, and really quick, for everybody listening, you say, whoa, 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 wait a minute, you're talking about having an increase. Okay, these guys work off of contracts, much like you know, ball players and other people do. The unions put those things together. Like it or not, that's the system they have at the UAW and those particular uh, corporations, Nathan. So it's time, this time has come up for them to sit down and renegotiate those again, just like a ball player would run an extension on their contract. Similar situation. So you knew there were going to be increases coming, to your point, though, you can't ask for 40% of an increase. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, it's become somewhat ridiculous, and now it becomes a battle of the egos. Right. And, you know, you sort of lose your way instead of negotiating in good faith. And I think that's where we are right now. Agree. Someone, cooler heads need to prevail. Someone needs to bring, well, both parties back, you know, down to reality and try to get to uh, to a good place. Uh, and, and really quick, I, I don't think that will happen, Nathan, because I don't see this administration and the folks that are in power right now looking at this as the crisis that you and I do, maybe because they don't live this like you and I do, but this will become a crisis in the not-too-distant future because when you start shutting down more and more plants, already we've got the Super Duty plant down. That is a That is a car company in and of itself, which most people don't realize. And when you start taking – I, I look 
look for a vehicle today for one of my clients that we're having to do some things on the expansion side in the business. We're looking for just a flatbed dually truck here in Colorado, Nathan, to put a flatbed on. So like a you know, 350, 450, 550. Mm-hmm. There's none to be had. And my particular contacts that I'm talking to say that there, are, there are some people out there right now in the state of Colorado that have been waiting seven, eight, nine months, it may be a year before mm-hmm. they see the vehicles they've already ordered. Yeah, look, I, that's all. That's all true, a hundred percent. And 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 the other thing that happens here that people don't realize, or maybe some do, is the trickle down effect. The broader supply chain issues. Yep. It's, it's not just about that's the right. manufacturing or the assembly plants. It's all of the sort of ancillary suppliers and their and their workforces. It's yep. all of the communities. You know, it's not. It's no longer Detroit. You know, it's, that's right. It's that's right. Six, Good point. Seven, eight, nine states. It's the whole. It's, know, it's 50 belt. states, it's Nathan, when it's all said and done. There's enough supply chain throughout those 50 states because this is even going to start affecting the aftermarket end of things. Because as you know, you know, a lot of those companies will, will have two divisions, if you would. One makes OEM, one makes the aftermarket. And when you've got some slowdown in one side, it's going to affect the other. So it's going to happen everywhere. Yeah. And then the, just the last thing on this subject, I think, is, you know, finally. The, the U.S.-based OEMs were catching up, if yes. you will, on EVs. Yes. They were catching up on other things. And to, you know, and, and, and to now have this setback and to, again, relinquish market share to yep. foreign OEMs. That's right. Oh, to, today, to, I'm sure you saw the announcement today where GM said they're not going to fire up their EV truck plant till the end of 2025. Yeah. yeah, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. It's yeah. just unbelievable. Yeah. Now, tie all that into what we've got going on with not only Ukraine, but now the conflict that we've got between Israel and Gaza, which I just spent almost an hour talking about as well, because I have my own thoughts on all of that also. But uh, give us your thoughts on not only that can, situation, but how that may affect things worldwide. Can I, can I get your 60-second version of the conflict of Israel and Gaza? If you're on Gaza's side, you're a Jew-hating racist, and I have no use for you. Okay, so I'll tell you I, I can give it in your, 10 seconds or less. Oh, well, I just got it. Thank you very much, and I couldn't agree with you more. And I think I'm going to surprise you with something I'm going to say right now, All right. surprise some of your listeners. Uh, and, and this is how I said I'm, I'm actually connected to this. So I am um, a fifth-generation American on my dad's side, okay. five generations, uh, born and raised in New York over the last 100-plus years. Um, I'm married with children. My oldest son um, <laughs> was in Columbia University until about, in New York until about a week ago, and he is an IDF reserve soldier in the Israeli Defense Forces. Okay, okay. He was, call- he was called up to the Army about a week ago. He packed his bags. He left the United States, hmm. and he's currently in Israel serving uh, oh. in, a, in the Israeli Defense Forces. We'll Force. be praying for him, Nathan. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're so very welcome. Very, very, very close to home. I yes. appreciate the sentiment. And I couldn't agree with you more. This, what's happened there in the last 10 days or so, I think, speaks for itself. I agree. And, I, and the, all I can say is, is, is that this is a true battle yep. of light over darkness. That's right. Good agree. versus evil. Agree. And we need to eradicate the evil. In the uh, world, agree. I, I said a week ago, and I don't know if I'm overstepping my bounds in saying this, but I'll say it again because I said it on air last week. I'm not in charge of Israel. Probably a good thing, because if I were, I would have carpet-bombed the entire stretch of the Gaza Strip and wiped it off the planet, and I'd have sent dozers in afterwards to scrape all that crap into the sea and start it over. <laughs> well... It's a very complicated situation, for sure. I know, and that's why I'm not in charge, Nathan. (laughs) 
Yeah, and, but but I and I hear you, and believe me, there's a lot of people um, who are emotionally outraged by what they saw and what happened. Um, well, and, and by the way, here's my point in saying all that. I might as well say this while we're at it as well, since everybody heard me say this last week. My point with that is, Nathan, the nation of Israel, for thousands of years now, has been dealing with this same situation. It's not going to change if we cave in too early, which I'm afraid they'll end up doing because they've done it numerous times over and over and over again, and they've got to stop doing that. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I agree with you uh, 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 wholeheartedly. Unfortunately, um, that in and of itself is also very, very complicated. Yeah, and, the world you know, pressures we, and everything else that's out there, and I, uh, of course. I, I get all of that, although... Uh, and by the way, I talked about this on the National Crawford Roundtable. We have a podcast we play as a, as a corporation every Wednesday night, uh, and it, it plays all over, of course, because it's a podcast we put on Terrestrial Radio as well. But we talked a little bit about this today, Nathan. And I also think that, you know, you can say Hamas is dumb. You can say they're smart. You can say whatever you want to. Bottom line is I do think they looked at this as being a very vulnerable time for Israel and the fact that the U.S. is very vulnerable because we've given up so much to the Ukrainians right now, which, by the way, I don't agree with either. Uh, but we have funded that war over there. We have sent munitions. We are so behind as a country itself right now that it's going to be very, very hard for us to go in. If there was a complete, utter conflict where with what I just said happened, I'm not sure as a nation we have the ability to back up Israel. And I think Hamas knew that. I think that's a very interesting observation, John. I'll say the following. When the forces of good in the world and the forces of positivity in the world and the forces of, 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 of producing in the world are united and are a, they are an unbreakable force, that is, a, that is just a fact. In the history of this world, the, the thousands of years of documented history that we have, if you look back consistently, when, when, the, when the good forces of the world were united, there's nothing that we can't achieve. True. And you're right, and you're right that when the forces of evil perceive weakness in the, in, in, on the other side, they, they exploit that weakness yes. for their yes, benefit. They do. And I agree with you that in this instance, Hamas even looked at Israel and said, you know, there's a risk going on there. There was the whole judicial yep, overhaul right. that was going on that's in Israel right. at the time, and there was a risk there. They look at other parts of the West right now, especially the U.S., and they say, you know, there's this intense risk between the right and the left, yep. and other parts of the world, and they, and they exploit that. That's right. They exploit it on a spiritual right. level, and they exploit it physically. Yep. We, need to, we need to reunite to beat the hell out of the forces of evil Amen. in this world again Amen. once and for all. Amen. I could not agree more with you, Nathan. Partly why I want to have you on, not just because we're car guys and we kind of speak the same language on the UAW thing, but I had a gut feeling you had the same sentiment on all of this or same thoughts on all of this that I did, and, and I guess maybe for my own um, selfishness, I needed some backup. <laughs> well, you got the backup for sure, <laughs> but at the same time, at the same time, we have to be smart. I agree. And... And we need and and we okay. Need so along those lines, what do you think Israel does next? Because they were they were talking about going in and infiltrating Gaza door to door, doing all of that. That hasn't happened yet. What's your thoughts? Right. So good question. And I I, I must preface the answer by saying I am I am definitely not uh, you know uh, an army strategist. Me neither. Or a Me a neither. These strategist. are just two car guys talking it out. Exactly. So, but I will tell you one thing because I am a student of of. Uh, the state of Israel over the last 75-some-odd years, po- post-Holocaust, okay. and know something about 
the wars and the battles that they fought over the years. So I will say the following. Historically, Israel's advantage over its enemies was never brute force. Right. It was, it was always a, a strategic advantage. A, you know, in some cases, in 1967, it was a preemptive strike on the Egyptian Air Force. Right. Um, in 1973, in the Yom Kippur War, they were attacked first. They quickly came back again. But it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't brute force. It was a, just a brilliant military strategy. Even over the last 20 years or 30 years, when you talk about the invasion of Lebanon and then them pulling themselves out of Lebanon and other things that Israel has accomplished over the last, you know, mm-hmm. you know three quarters of a century, it, there was always uh, things that shocked the world uh, in a positive way. Right. I, I think, I hope, and I think that today's Israeli defense forces will uh, hearken back to that again and and really surprise their enemy, in this case Hamas, potentially Hezbollah, Iran, and so on, right. with the type of smarts that they're capable of. So so I think, I, and, uh, and, and, and I'm really anticipating that. Really quick, Nathan, I believe they can do that, because one other thing I think that you didn't say, and you're free to say this, by the way, on this program, I also believe those events that you talked about very much had the, had the hand of God upon them and Absolutely. why they were as successful as they were. Can that happen again? God's not dead. By the way, I, I could not agree with you more. You literally hit the nail on the head. Let me, let me, let me, let me point to that for a quick second. It is, it is absolutely true. It is absolutely true that every major war, Israel was at risk of complete annihilation. That's right. And literally, God Almighty That's right. performed That's unbelievable right. miracles for them. That's right. In conju- look, there's God Almighty, and then we need to do things. So in conjunction Agree. with their Agree. plans, he aided them through and showed them open miracles many, many, many times. That's and we right. we need that here as well. We yes, amen, well. amen. And I, I've been to Israel. I've heard some of those miracles you speak of during those wars. I've talked to some of those individuals one-on-one. It's bone-chilling to listen to the things that God did during those. Can he do it again? He absolutely can, Nathan. If, if we are united, yep. and the cause is a good cause, Agree. which it definitely is, um, you know, and 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 there's and there's things God God wants to see us do. You know, He wants us to be charitable. He wants us to do, yes. you know, good good things for our neighbors. He wants us to behave as good human beings. And so long as we do all of the things that the Bible says, the Torah says, the Old Testament, the New Testament, as long as we're doing the things that we've been instructed to do, Amen. God is with us. Amen. He's with us regardless. Amen. But His miracles are with us. Amen. When we when we when we go that extra mile. So I do. I expect. I expect interesting things to happen. I don't think this is going to be, you know, recapturing Mosul or, uh, you know, the, the, the Russian-Ukraine grind. Right, I at, agree. You know, on, on, you know I face agree. to face, you know, in the mud kind of battles. I expect this to be uh, hopefully much smarter than that. And, and God protect the soldiers of Israel. Amen. And your son. And my son between them. So that uh, you know they can get the job done, uh, not only for Israel but for the rest of the world, yep. and set an and set an example of good over evil. I can't add anything to that, Nathan Heck. Thank you so much for joining us, CEO and founder of Cario. That's C A R I O. We'll have you back on and talk more about that as that keeps developing. And as you can tell, Nathan, we speak the same language. You're welcome anytime, sir. Thank you, my friend. Have a great evening. You're very welcome, Nathan. Appreciate you very much. Have a great evening as well. Flesh Loss coming up next, 303-806-8886. 
Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law has a unique background that makes him a more effective advocate for you. He handles both criminal and civil cases. Most attorneys only do one or the other, but Kevin has almost 25 years of experience on both sides, which means he has more practice in the courtroom. Most personal injury attorneys will say they have experience in court, but since only about 10% of personal injury cases actually go to trial, those attorneys only appear in court once or twice a year. Because Kevin also takes criminal cases, he appears in court constantly. Kevin has a rare ability to present an argument that only comes from years of experience learning how to read a courtroom. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh continues to practice both civil and criminal defense because he believes the courtroom keeps him nimble. Trial tested, trial ready. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Schedule a free consultation now at 303-806-8886. All right, Kane, our home transition, and uh, they will help you uh, buy, sell, take the stress out of it, and don't forget to ask about the re-up program. Find them at klzradio.com. Worried about your parents living in that house as they get older? So now you really need Catherine and Robin of K&R Home Transitions by your side. Cat and Robin are passionate about helping adult children and their parents as they both had to painfully go through the process with their own parents. Cat and Robin can assist you as much or as little as you need, and they will partner with you to sell the house for the highest price possible in the shortest time. Whether it's estate sales, open houses, cleaning and decluttering, photos and marketing, probate and paperwork, or transitioning to living in a multi-generational home, whew, That's way too much work for one person. Kat and Robin are senior real estate specialists, certified living in place professionals, chartered advisors for senior living, and certified home stagers among their many certifications. Visit klzradio.com slash home to see their work and schedule a no-strings-attached free consultation with Kat and Robin. Level Engineering, Alan Davis, find out if solar is right for you and if now is the right time. 303-378-7537. Alan Davis knows that you value your energy independence. He also knows that you would want to own your personal power production facility if you could. That can happen today with solar panels and a battery system if you need it from Level Engineering. There's great pride in ownership and knowing that no one else can cut off your electricity and keep you from achieving complete energy freedom. KLZ listeners have taken these brave steps working with Allen. The typical benefits include no increase ever in your power bill, no additional bill due to the smart meter the power company has installed, and great savings on your power bill. Usually, only about 25 to 35% of the amount you were going to pay the power company. Most everyone who now has solar is thrilled that they got it, just like some of our KLZ listeners. They love the freedom from the power company that it gives them, and they love the huge tax credit, too. Call Alan Davis for a no-obligation quote. Call 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537. All right, Genesis 1-3 Electric. If you'd like to do some upgrades around your house electric-wise or just have a problem, give them a call today. Find them at klzradio.com. Genesis 1-3 Electric owner Dustin takes his call to love his neighbors as a calling in his work. His team's core values show that clearly. First, they operate their company in faith and respect the spiritual beliefs of both their employees and customers. Dustin believes that if he is a blessing to them and you, then you will in turn bless him by giving him your business. Secondly, Genesis 1-3 strives to do everything with excellence. 
whether it's answering the phone quickly and professionally or installing or repairing services. Dustin and his team do it with excellence. You won't find any corner cutting with the team at Genesis 1-3. Lastly, they operate with integrity. In their 4.8 Google rating, 5.0 Home Advisor rating, and responses show that they clearly value and respect their customers in everything they do. Having electrical problems can be scary and aggravating. And you can trust the rock-solid values of Dustin and his team at Genesis 1-3 Electric to let there be light in your home by going to klzradio.com slash light today. Veteran windows and doors, 35% off the hardware side, so the windows and doors, and free labor on the install. klzradio.com. Veteran Windows and Doors owner Dave Bancroft doesn't want you to fall victim to sheep mentality buying and useless gimmicks. That's why Dave stresses the importance of educating you about the right windows and doors for your home. Veteran Windows and Doors is committed to meeting or exceeding the energy code and rating of windows based on where you live in Colorado. They follow stricter energy codes than are required to benefit you, the homeowner. Veteran does this because windows and doors with the highest energy codes and ratings will save you money, minimize your carbon footprint, and keep your home energy efficient longer by reducing the amount of time your heating or air conditioning runs. Don't fall for the heat lamp gimmicks the other windows and door companies use with salesmen who can't even explain the energy code or qualify the rating on their products. Custom build your perfect windows and doors today with Veteran by going to klzradio.com window. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. We are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Scott Garlis joining us now day early because we've got uh, Kurt Rogers going to be with us tomorrow during the 5 o'clock hour. So Scott agreed to move things a day for us. Scott, how are you today? Hey, John, I'm well. How are you? I'm good. Let folks know where you're from and how they can find you. Sure. Uh PorterAndCompanyResearch.com. Um, we're there to help uh, self, basically people that want to take control of their finances. Uh, we, we give them ideas on how to invest and make money and basically grow their wealth for the future. All right. I'm going to talk a little bit today. Uh, you sent me some things on the Warren Act, which we'll get to. Before that, though, my last guest, kind of a car guy like me, we are talking about the UAW strike and just where things are at yep. and how things are already starting to be affected. Has Wall Street now paid any attention at all to what's happening there? Because frankly, Scott, I think that's a much bigger deal developing than what even the news media is talking about. It's going to have huge ripple effects, and it ain't over yet. Yeah, I mean, so the, the stuff that I've talked to people about, and you know, they actually look at this. So I think we, we touched on this last week, but Wall Street kind of looks at this as you know, it, it would be a slowdown in economic growth, which, which may, may not be a bad thing okay. uh, in in terms of what's going on with yields and inflation and the Federal Reserve and rate hikes. Maybe they turn into rate cuts. Um, because one of the things right now, you know, the 10-year yield touched like 4.95% today, which is the highest in like 17 years. What they're really worried about is, the Biden administration proposing $100 billion in spending uh, for what's going on in Israel, Ukraine, and Taiwan. And their concern is that we're spending more money and they're, they're worried about how we're going to be able to pay those bills right. with rates running up so much and what that's going to mean for interest payments. Agree. And, it's, and it's probably going to mean that the, the, the yield on... Treasury bonds that are going to be have to be issued to foot this 
they're probably going to have to go up to attract buyers. So, you know, the, 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 that's the bad, bad scenario playing out right now. And, and so the offsetting and maybe it could be a bit of an economically positive scenario would be some of these slowdowns because it, it would offset some of this, the stuff that's going on in terms of the yield, direction of yields. Gotcha. And did I, did I explain that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, I think you explained that well. And, and I, by the way, I think we're going to have more slowdowns. How should I say that? Different kinds of slowdowns in different industries. I think some industries are going to be just fine. Others are going to struggle. Uh, you know, we just got done talking about you know the strike and the amount of supply that that's going to put a a hamper on when it comes to new and used. And yes, I know there's going to be foreign cars made, but the foreign car companies don't build heavy duty trucks like Ford, GM, and Stellantis do. Those are going to have huge yep. impacts across a lot of different sectors, Scott. When you can't buy, which is happening as we speak, I. I did some uh, I did some looking today for some different things truck wise. It's already starting to take effect as far as buying like a cabin chassis. You'd put a flatbed or a utility body or something like that on. There just any isn't any of those trucks around here in Colorado to buy, and that's that supply is only going to get worse and worse and worse. That's a big deal when it comes to certain industries and, and a certain. And by the way, it's a yeah. bigger deal on the used car side as well. Now it may not affect the average everyday passenger car person, but across the board, Scott. Even that particular person, there's going to be increases in cost, no matter how you look at it. Yeah, it's so. I saw too, you know one one of the things I, I think a winner out of this, the longer this goes on, is Elon Musk because uh, yeah. they don't ha- they don't have unionized workers at Tesla, right? Right. Or, or maybe they do. I'm, I'm no, they don't. No, sure. no, he, he's out of the union. I mean, really, the only buddy that's unionized. Is the is we call it the big three? They're not even the big three because Stellantis is a foreign-owned company. But the you know yeah. the, the big yeah. three, you know Stellantis, Ford, GM. You know, there's a lot of other car companies that build cars here in America that are not union controlled. Everything from Kia, Hyundai to Mercedes and Nissan, and on down the line we go. And then, of course, to your point, you throw Tesla into the mix as well. Yeah, and and so well, a question I would have for you, you know, far more about the automobile industry than I do, uh, like. One of the mistakes, though, that seems to be that's being made right now is some of these super duty trucks and uh, like Ford switching the F one fifty to the F one fifty. It was the, the lightning. lightning, and the, the lightning is a disaster when it comes to towing a payload. Right? It is, it's, yeah, it's it's not a fit for most of the average trailer towers and fleet guys. I look at that as sort of that. You know, country club guy that wants to be seen in an electric truck, that's all fine and dandy. Early adopters may buy that. Is it going to be anything mainstream? Uh, in my opinion, Scott, not anytime soon. Same thing with GM, and I know Stellantis has one slated as well. Reality is those are not going to be mainstream vehicles anytime soon. Yeah, so um, if you want to talk about you know used car prices, though, what could actually be an interesting, uh, well, not interesting, but but an, but an odd outcome of this, if it were to push used car truck prices back up and skew, skew overall used car prices Yeah, it's going higher. to. Yeah, it's already starting yeah. to happen. I've got folks out there that listen on a pretty routine basis, even sending me messages on you know trucks that are in the marketplace right now and what the prices of those trucks are doing. Let's just say this, Scott, there hasn't been any discounts out there. GM has a little bit of an interest deal right mm-hmm. now, which I wonder how much long. I mean, they're running that because mainly I think that was a program they set up prior to the UAW strike, and if they had their way to retract that I think they would. The problem is it's already advertised, marketed, and they've got to stick to it legally. They don't have any choice. But believe me, if they could get rid of it, they would because they're not going to have enough inventory to go around much longer. That, that could boost inflation growth near term. Um, 
it's just in terms of like the month over month change in used car prices. Yes, That's definitely. And, and by the way, it's going to. Now, on the same token, this is what I wanted to get into with you, because the opposite yeah. side of this is this whole U.S. worker and, you know, the retraining notices, the Warren Act, and so on. I mean, yeah. we've got that side I just mentioned on the UAW, but yet I think the reality is we also have a lot of folks out there that are looking for jobs. They're not in the job they want. They may be very, you know, very well may be getting laid off from the current job. That's a reality also. Yeah, so what we saw was a couple weeks ago, the um, the federal government put out their, their payroll numbers for September, and it was much higher than expected. But when you dig in, what you find is, uh, you know, a lot of this was, like, people being hired in bars and restaurants, which are not high-paying jobs, uh, and they're not looked upon as quality jobs. So that number was, it doubled month over month. And then the other thing was, there were people hired in government, um, so again, this this is not these are not looked at as, as right. high quality jobs. Um, but the problem is now when you look on the, on the flip side of this, if you go and look at the Warren Act, which is um, it's known as the Worker Adjustment or Training Notice, like you said. Right. Uh, so this stuff is filed every month on a state by state basis, and the D- Department of Labor oversees all this. But the Cleveland Federal Reserve or the Federal Reserve Bank of Cleveland tracks all the data. And what it requires is for large companies, when they shut down a plant or they're going to lay off a bunch of people, they have to give a 60-day notice so these people can make adjustments, maybe get another job. Um, So right now, we are seeing war notices far outpace what we've seen Mm. in the last two two years. There are over 200,000 war notices year to date. And that's that's relative to 126,021 and 115,022. Okay, so that's up. So, yeah, up significantly. And so I wanted to go back and and look at a similar period since this data started being filed. Okay. uh, What we saw happen with more notices. And the the best or the closest I could get was going into the financial crisis. I looked at 06, 07, and 08. Okay. um, And what I saw there was in 08, we started to see a similar pattern where in the back part of the year, all of a sudden, the war notices took off versus the uh, two years prior. Hmm. And so what what concerns me about that is, you know, we saw the financial markets crash where the government had to come in and bail mm-hmm. them out right. because of the housing crisis in 2009. So it, it worries me a bit that the economy could be headed. I don't know that we're going to see a crash, but we're definitely not headed in a good economic direction because – Companies aren't giving people these notices unless they're seeing businesses slow down. Got it. What type of sectors? I mean, is this across the board, or did you delve into the numbers enough to see if you know is this all tech? Is it a combination of? I mean, I mean, is it you know what sectors is this going to affect? Is this going to affect the most, Scott? Um, it, it affects it affects everything, but um, basically, manufacturing is going to be affected the most by this. Okay. And manufacturing is because it deals with a lot of plant closures. So manufacturing is what really drives this economy, right? The services businesses right. are sort of based off of what happens in manufacturing. Right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of so, things, as you to your point, a lot of things dovetail into the manufacturing side from the supply side that delivers everything that needs to be manufactured, you know, everything from not only the goods that they're producing, this you know, the raw materials coming out of it, but all the machinery and things it takes to make that thing function. Yeah, and then when we think about services industries, we want to think about like hotels, restaurants, you know, sandwich shops, uh, banks, you know, anybody that, that 
services, you know, individuals are coming and they deal with every day. Right. And so manufacturing sort of is the main driver of an, of an economy, and then those other businesses tend to be ancillary. True. So if you see, if you see manufacturing slow down, it, it's typically a sign that there is a broader economic slowdown than it works. Okay. I guess all we can do is watch, wait, and see – uh, I hope I'm wrong, by the way, on the UAW and that things get settled sooner than later, although, Scott, my gut feeling is it's not, and it just really kind of throws even a bigger monkey wrench into all the things we're talking about because if this strike continues and we end up having shortages and it pushes the price of a lot of things up, I mean, let's face it, yeah. if the guy that's doing the services you just mentioned a moment ago has to pay $10,000 more for a truck that a year ago he paid $10,000 less for – who do you think gets that? You know, where do you think that gets passed on to? Yeah, the, exactly the customer, and at some point, the customer is just going to say, "No mas, I, I can't do this anymore." Correct. And Correct. It's, it's going to it's going to speed up an economic slowdown. This is where I don't. I mean, I get the UAW. I get the contracts come up; they have to be renegotiated. I understand all of that, but when you go in asking for a forty percent increase right off the bat, you're not even edging your way into it. I mean. And by the way, making the 40% a non-negotiable end of things, I just don't see a good end in this. Well, you know, what's really interesting about this, too, is the Federal Reserve, uh, they just put out their base book survey today going into the next policy meeting. And that's a survey that's done in all 12 Fed districts. Okay. And w- one of the big takeaways was that they're start- they said the economy is stable to starting to weaken. And they said they're starting to see the available pool of workers pick up. Mm. And so companies are not having to push back on – well, our workers aren't pushing back on wage offers as much anymore. Right. And, so and it's getting are, easier for folks to find workers also is what that means, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah in other words, yeah, we're going to switch here in the not-too-distant future from what you're saying in those predictions. We'll go from an employee-led market to an employer-led market. Exactly. And so that could be a problem for – you know. A, a union is demanding a 40% yeah. pay increase, yeah. and all of a sudden these guys are like, well, wait a second, I can find other guys. That, this yeah, isn't a problem well, anymore. Yeah, that's exactly right. No, I, in fact, that's how unions get broken if they're not careful. Yes, it could. their, their timing could be downright awful. Um, I, again, time will tell you, and I'll keep talking on a weekly basis. All right, back to you. How do folks find you and get some tips on all of this? Sure, porterandcompanyresearch.com. Again, come check out all the different products we have, uh, you know, some distressed investing, uh, also some great, uh, pardon me, <laughs> stock picks, uh, you know. And then what I would say around all this for people that are potentially worried about an economic recession coming, you know, with what's happened in bond yields and treasury yields being at 5% right now, this is a great time to invest in short-term treasuries and make sure your money's safe and not have to worry mm. about all this stuff that's going on. Awesome. Scott, as always, I appreciate you. John, I appreciate your time. Thank You're very you so welcome. Much. Have a great night, Scott. Appreciate it very much. I appreciate him taking a day uh, earlier to be with us, and, and I do appreciate all that he does for us on a weekly basis. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. And, folks, again, whatever you've got going on plumbing-wise, make sure you're ready for winter. If you've had something that's been leaking, you've been putting it off, you want to do an upgrade, whatever it is, give the guys a call today. Hi-Fi Plumbing, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Hi-Fi Plumbing knows that trees in your yard can wreak havoc on your pipes, and they can fix the problem for good. Tree root intrusion occurs because the roots in your yard are naturally attracted to the moisture provided by your sewer lines. As the roots grow closer to your sewer system, the water inside functions like a fertilizer, causing them to pierce the lines, creating huge leaks and major obstructions. 
High Five uses a six-month drain treatment that has been proven effective against tree roots in an environmentally friendly process. High Five can use herbicides, hydrojetting, and augers to make sure that the root system is cleared and the tree stays healthy. And when you are a High Five Club member, the inspection is free. Your appointment is priority and you don't pay the service fee. You've got slow drains, gurgling toilets, or smell sewage outside your home. Call High Five for this at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing today. All right, talking about used cars, new cars, and the UAW, Ridgeline Auto Brokers, has cars in stock. They'll be getting more as time goes by. And what I would say is if you're going to make a purchase, get it done sooner rather than later. Find them at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. Everyone has had a bad experience getting car repairs done, and that's what motivates the team at Extreme Auto Repair. Trust. Extreme wants to build lasting relationships with their clients, so when their ASE master mechanics do inspections, they use a computer program to document the whole process. And if something doesn't seem right, they use a small camera to give you a video of the problem, so you can see for yourself. Extreme Auto Repair is also a pillar in the Parker community. Having established their shop in 1999 in the same location that they use now, Sean and the staff at Extreme built their business on word of mouth, which says a lot about the confidence they inspire in their customers. Another trust indicator is that a large part of their business is built on repairing professional vehicles, ambulances, vans, and buses that can cause damage or even death if they break down. If ambulance services trust Extreme Auto Repair to maintain their vehicles, you should too. So go to klzradio.com slash extreme to schedule your maintenance, repair, or inspection today. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right. 
since we were talking about money, and we've covered all sorts of things today, not often that I talk about Victoria's Secret, but I will today. Because they are now ditching their prioritization of wokeness over sexiness after their sales have dropped, which, by the way, they've dropped over a billion dollars, which is a large number. There is a lot of companies out there that would love to see just a billion dollars in sales. They have lost a billion dollars in sales. According to Victoria's Secret executives, the brand diversity initiatives have not been enough to carry the day financially. Oh, really? Imagine that. So given the fact that men are side-oriented and Ladies, you know that when we promote our company, we are going to forget all of that and put it on the back burner and then wonder why our sales drop? I mean, to me, this is like as simple as it gets, especially for them. So they are getting back into the swimwear business. Victoria's Secret is bringing back swimwear due to popular demand. Streaming giant Netflix says they will not make their movies and TV shows available through Apple. Oh, that's another, sorry, that's another topic. Uh, lingerie chain is reportedly ditching the woke feminist makeover of recent years it is, as it hasn't translated to business success. Since the brand decided to move away from its hyper-sexualized image, as businessoffashion.com described in a recent article, Victoria's Secret has seen a significant revenue Drop As such, it has looked to revamp itself and bring back sexiness, the outlet noted, in a piece that was also published by the editorial partner CNN on Tuesday. Kathleen Chen reported the brand's efforts to promote inclusivity, which included making LGBTQ pro-women soccer player and outspoken leftist Megan Rapinoe, as well as a transgender woman, brand spokesmodels, and getting rid of its famous angels that gained favorable reviews from online critics, but it never translated into sales. Oh, so I'm going to make sure I explain this correctly. The lingerie apparel company, Victoria's Secrets, which is what they're best... I know, they sell perfume and all sorts of other things, but let's face it, they're best known for selling really nice, sexy lingerie to ladies that men love. I don't think I'm wrong in saying that. Some of you ladies out there can correct me, but I think I'm pretty accurate in saying that. So... Having that brand, we're now going to go to women, and I'll be as nice as I can here, that maybe don't define sexiness in the way most men think. No, Megan Rapinoe, you're not sexy to me. And I don't think you are to most men. So having those individuals as our brand spokesperson lost us a billion dollars? Hmm, I wonder why. Th- this, to me, is so simple that it's just, I don't even know how to comment on it. According to the numbers, the lingerie brand's projected revenue for 2023 is $6.2 billion, which is 5% lower than last year, but it's even lower than 2020 when the brand's revenue was $7.5 billion. So it's, set, it's $1.3 billion they've lost in sales. Wokeness doesn't work, folks. It doesn't sell. So the drop in Victoria's Secret sales also followed the company's move to make its board of directors mostly female. Again, nothing against ladies. I love all of them. But do we really need all of them? Do we need all of them running the, the, this company? Now, make sure I say this correctly. 
don't want to get in trouble. But if you want to sell sexy apparel, you probably ought to have a few men on the board to help you decide what direction to go to sell sexy. No offense, ladies. But we men are a lot, in a lot of cases, not always, but we men in a lot of cases are the buyers of said items. So we do know a thing or two about what we like and what we like to look at. Now, evidently, Victoria's Secrets forgot all of that. They throw all that out the window, I guess. Now, I can also remember talking about this move back in 2020, 2021, when they went this direction. I had sort of a similar conversation with all of you about this, and I believe I said this isn't going to work. Just removing the angels altogether isn't going to work. Keep in mind, at one point in time, Victoria's Secrets had their, like, Angels Night. Charlie, what was that thing called where they used to do the whole modeling and... Yeah, it was a TV special, like an hour long or something they'd do, or two hours long. I don't remember now, but it was a big old deal where you'd get all of the, you know, you know Tom Brady's wife and all of the angels out there, you know, doing their thing and modeling and so on. It was a whole, whole big old hour deal, and the thing was very, very successful. I think they made a lot of money off that. All right, got to take a break. We're going to run out of time if I don't. Affordable interest mortgage is next, 720-895-0500. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Home of the original asset manager loan, where you pay less interest and own your home faster, pay off your debt and save six to nine hundred a month, have access to your equity for thirty years. Call seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred now. We listen and promise to do our best for you. Take aim, affordable interest mortgage. Seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. Over twenty years of low rates, outstanding service, and number one at putting you first. Let us show you how our experience saves you money. 720 NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. Financial planning, call Al Smith, 303-744-1128. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that sometimes we don't like to ask for directions. But when it comes to your retirement, you need to know where you're going. Al can build a roadmap of your assets that will help you set goals and milestones to make the most out of your retirement. He's been helping people like you maximize their retirement for decades, and he knows how to avoid wrong turns. He'll help guide you to your destination of a purposeful retirement, even during times of market volatility. Al has seen just about everything you can encounter, from recession to prosperity and everything in between. He'll turn your anxiety into confidence by considering every possible contingency and planning around them. Get in touch with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial at klzradio.com slash money today to set up a no-strings consultation and start planning your roadmap to retirement. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Pops Garage Doors, make sure that door is working properly. They're there to help you with that. 719-399-1089.
With Pops Garage Door expert installation and warranty, you can rest assured that your LiftMaster garage door will last up to 20 years. Pops offers the highest they know you don't want to replace your garage door every seven years. Pops Garage Door takes pride in offering you the same price as these other stores because they trust the durability and life of a LiftMaster to far exceed any of the other garage doors. And they deal directly with the LiftMaster manufacturer to simplify the process for you. Pops is able to honor the product warranty when they provide LiftMaster doors because LiftMaster stands behind their product. Pops also offers you an additional two-year labor warranty so you can be confident you made the right choice. Get high-quality, long-lasting garage door installations with Pops Garage Door. Go to klzradio.com slash garage. That's klzradio.com slash garage. Get that furnace tuned up. $50 off right now. Cub Creek Heating and Air. Find them at klzradio.com. Becoming a member of Cub Creek Heating and AC saves you money and helps ensure your maintenance is done on time. Proper servicing means your furnace and AC will last longer and run 50% more efficiently, reducing your AC or heating bill and preventing costly repairs to an overburdened system. Becoming a member of Cub Creek also means you save 10% on service and you'll enjoy priority scheduling. As we approach winter, appointments can pile up, but as a member, you'll move to the front of the line and avoid wait lists. Cub Creek's membership makes it easy because they'll notify you and schedule the maintenance for you. This is the best way to catch problems early. The biggest benefit to being a member comes when there's an HVAC emergency. Cub Creek will already know what equipment you have and can get it working again much faster. Have peace of mind year-round by contacting the Ream Certified Pro Partners at Cub Creek Heating and AC at klzradio.com HVAC. All right, folks, that's it for today. Went a little long in that last segment, but thank you very much for listening. I do appreciate it. National Crawford Roundtable plays next, so stay tuned for that. And we'll be back tomorrow at 3 with Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve House. Have a great night. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thank you.